five, six, seven, eight. Hello, and welcome back to No Freaking Clue. I'm your host, Wabby, and welcome to the third episode of the podcast where I tell you guys about my shit show of a life in hopes of it making you feel better about having no freaking clue about what's going on in your life. Um, yeah, third episode. I'm basically a professional podcaster at this point. Um, I always knew that I was made to have a mic in my hands. And since singing was not my call to fame, I, I'm glad podcasting is here because I, every day I have a mic in my hands, I'm happy. I'm a happy girl. So anyways, um, yeah, I'm super excited for this episode because I'm doing my new segment, The Blind Leading the Blind, which is where I, a 24-year-old single gal who has no place to be telling you what to do in your relationship, gives you relationship advice. Um, but before that... You know the drill. We got to do a little life update. So currently I am still in Arkansas, still here rotting. Um, it is my dad's birthday today. Happy birthday, Todd. But by the time you guys are watching this, it will no longer be his birthday and I will be in Austin. Um, I'm waking up at the butt crack of dawn tomorrow to head on down to Austin. Actually, I don't know if it's down or over. Actually, I think it's over and then down. But anyways, more of a story. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be in Austin. So yeah, super excited to go to Austin. Not super excited to leave my dog um, because my dog does not like whenever I travel, whenever I leave. I leave her at home with my parents. Um, so, but I live at home with my parents. So basically she just, she live in her same life except for I'm not here. So uh, but she hates that, and I hate it as well. So anytime I'm going to travel, I have to wait to the last second to bring my suitcase out, or she will ship beside it. Because she is what some may call an asshole. <laughs> uh, for example, in May, I went to Dallas for a little, a few days, and my mom called me mid-trip and was like, hey, your dog misses you. And I was like, oh, I didn't think much about it, because if I think too much about it, I will sob. Um, it makes me sad. So... Didn't think much about it. Continued my trip. Had a good time in tan lines. Came home. And she was happy to see me. She was like, woo, mom's home. And I was like, woo, I'm home. And that night, though, I put her in my bed, went to brush my teeth, came back, and she was gone. And I was like, mm, okay. I looked at the bed, and the pillows were, like, all over the place. I was like, that's funny. I looked a little bit closer, and on my silk pillow the pillow that I rest my head on every single night was a big wet spot. She had peed on my pillow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she left um, and went downstairs and she said, I will show this bitch. So I did have to throw away that whole entire pillow because you can't, you can't wash a pillow, you know? Um, actually maybe you can, but we're not classified to do so. So Anyways, more of a story. My dog hates when I leave and I hate whenever I leave her, but she doesn't travel well. She kind of like shits everywhere because she gets nervous. So anyways, this is the best place for her to be, but I do get sad, but so kind of sad to travel, but also kind of happy to get out of town because if you saw my TikTok, you know um, that I ran into my ex of three years for the first time ever the other day. So the walls are low key kind of closing in around me. So I got to tell you guys a story on that. I went and got my nails done red, right? Because the red nail theory, if you know, it's basically where if you get your nails done red, guys will be obsessed with you. <laughs> and I, last year when it was trending, I was like, count me in. I tried it for shits and giggles. And the next day after I got my nails done red, 
I was asked on a date for the first time in over a year. And I have not had my nails red since, and I have not been asked on a date since. So I decided, you know what? Let's go get my nails red and see if it works again. Went and got my nails red, left the nail salon, and went to Taco Bell because I was like, you know what? I could go for a little Cinnabon Delight right about now, a little two-pack, take the edge off. Went to Taco Bell, got my Cinnabon Delights. I said, you know what? How about you add three soft tacos on that too? Sorry. And so went and parked to eat it, looked to my left, and crunching down on a crunch wrap supreme was my ex-boyfriend. I said, her. And so I was already had my camera out to film because I was going to film while I ate talking um, because I never shut up. So I just started filming because I was like, oh my gosh, I'll send this to my best friend because I was going to say this dude looks just like my ex. And I looked again and I said, wait, I think that is my ex. And I, I, I just kept looking for like a solid three minutes. Dude didn't even notice because he was chowing down on this crunch wrap. And um, I just could never fully tell if it was him or not. But I'm like... 99% sure it was. Sure, I moved parking spots and yeah, more of a story. I got to get out of this town. The walls are closing in around on me. I'm I'm running into exes. It's time. I've been home for a month. It's time. So yeah, that's a life update. I got my nails done red. I ran into my ex. My dog shits beside my suitcase and it's my dad's birthday. So <laughs> um Yeehaw. So now it's time to do a little blind leading the blind. I asked you guys to DM me some relationship questions on Instagram and they are juicy. They are juicy. So I'm excited. Let's start off with this one. This one's one of my favorites. Okay, here we go. It says, hey girl, I saw you post to message our situations. So my ex-boyfriend and I have been broken up for over a year and a half now. We don't follow each other, yet he always watches my stories. I'm public. What does this mean? Sucks because I do still have feelings but refuse to reach out. <laughs> First of all, I'm jealous. I'm, I'm jealous. Like, I wish my exes that didn't follow me were still watching my stories. Um. Anyways, to the advice part. So what does this mean? It means you're giving him what he wants so he doesn't have to reach out. <laughs> um, so basically, he doesn't have to reach out and see what you're doing, what you're up to, wonder what what's going on in your life because you're posting all about it and he's seeing it. So I would say go private. Go private on your Instagram for like a month or so and I guarantee you he will reach out because here's the thing. He's not too prideful because... He is viewing your story, even though he doesn't follow you, knowing that you can see that he's viewing your story. So he's not too prideful. So I guarantee you he'll reach out if you stop, you know, he doesn't he don't have to ask you what you're up to because he can see, you know, he's like, oh, okay, so today she went to Starbucks, she had a bagel, she took a shit, you know, like whatever you're posting about. He doesn't have to reach out. So, and also it kind of keeps you hung up on him because I've been there, girl, I, I, my exes are looking at my stories. I'm like, okay, let's post this so he can see it. You know, sometimes you are posting stories just because you know they can see it. So I would go private for a month. Guarantee you he will reach out. Now, ideal, if I want to give you the toxic, toxic um, version of that, I would say go private for a month, get a boyfriend, start posting the boyfriend. And then by the time, if he doesn't reach out, by the time you go public, then you're over him because you have a new boyfriend and he sees that, oh shit, she has a new boyfriend and he shits his pants. But, you know, don't take that advice because that 
that's toxic. I would just say to go private. <laughs> it, that would be what I would do in an ideal world. Um, but, you know, don't listen to that. I'm telling you. And at this point, you guys are like, no, I can see why this girl is single. I can see she is delusional. So anyways, that's what I would do. Go private. That's all I'm going to say on it. You're giving him too much, too much information. You got to let him make him wonder a little bit. Make him make him think about you, which obviously he's thinking about you. But like he isn't having to having to wonder. Let's see here. What next? What next? Okay. Okay. This one is so me. So I, I got to do this one. I got to do this one. <coughs> excuse me. I don't know why I burped right into the microphone. And then I thought saying excuse me would counteract that. But anyways, here we go. What to do when you are obsessed with your ex and they seem just as obsessed with you. <laughs> this was my life for the last 10 years. And let me tell you, um, they're not obsessed with you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no. So it depends on what situation your situation may be totally different. But how I'm reading it, considering you're asking, is that so for me, I thought my ex was still obsessed with me because he still wanted to be emotionally connected, still wanted to talk about time, blah, 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 but he just wanted me to fill the void of having all that while he finds somebody else. Because if a guy's really obsessed with you, he will date you and be with you. And I'm assuming by, you know, you saying you're obsessed with each other, he's not doing that. So if a guy's obsessed with you, he will date you and make that initiative. Um, and if not, then he's not actually obsessed with you. He might just be leading you on and playing games. So, yeah. Or that's my experience with it, which your situation may be way different, but that's how I'm reading it. Sure. And I'm saying this wishing my, wishing I would have taken this advice like 10 years ago. It would have saved me a good 10 years. <laughs> it would have. But I know now. Um, here's my, what I would think about is so you're obsessed with him. He's obsessed with you. Would you date him? And the answer is probably going to be yes, because I would have dated mine. But the thing is, he wouldn't date me or else he would have done it, you know, because he's the guy. He's the one that has to do it. So I don't know. That actually doesn't make sense coming out of my my mouth, but it makes sense in my head. Um, so more of a story. He my, he's probably just probably just bored and leading you on until he finds somebody else. That is so harsh for me to say, but I'm, I can say it because it was literally me T minus, um, eight months ago. So <laughs> anyways, that's that. Um, on to the next one, on to the next one. Oh Lordy. How do I actually get a guy to want to date me? Girl, you're asking the wrong girl. You are asking the wrong girl. I don't know. I asked this I ask this myself every day. Um, should I date this guy that looks like he negotiated his way onto earth? Only if he has money. No, I'm just joking. That was a joke. Like, don't do it. Like, it does not matter how much money they have. Don't date a guy based off his money. For sure, don't date a guy that looks like he negotiated his way on into earth. Because guys are a dime a dozen. Guys are a dime a dozen. I, whenever I, which I grew up in a small town. And I used to think, oh my gosh, this is it. Like these, this, here's my options. But now that I've been out and I've seen the world, you have your pick, girl. So do not go for a guy that looks like he negotiated his way onto this earth. I'm going to tell you what I think it is on how to get a guy to date you. And you guys can 
you can psychoanalyze this and see why I'm actually single because this will probably give you a lot of insight. So how to get a guy to date you? I would say, and I'm saying all this, but not doing it myself. I want to, I want to start with that disclaimer, but I would say, go about your life, do your own thing. And if a guy wants to date you, he will date you. So when you're talking to a guy, keep doing your own thing. Don't adjust your life accordingly. So basically, for example, if you play pickleball every Wednesday at 630 and he's like, hey, can I take you out to dinner at 645 on Wednesday? You say, sorry, I got pickleball. Then I'm playing pickleball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be open for don't be at his every beck and call. Go about your life. Let him know, oh, like this is how her life is. Let me see how I can fit into it, how I can, you know, how I can um, how I can benefit her. And I'm going to have to work for a little bit because obviously she's not giving up pickleball to go on a date with me. Like, shit, this girl's got her own. And that will make a guy more interested. Um, but I tend to be like, yeah, you know what? I, I don't need to play pickleball this week. I will go on that date. But <laughs> that's such a bad example. But you know what I mean? Do your own thing. If a guy wants to date you, he will date you. Um, I feel like there's a big thing right now where it's like guys know if they want to date you within the first two hours of knowing you or whatever. That's not true. Well, I don't think it's true. I think a guy knows maybe a little bit and then they also start judging if they want to date you off of like your self-respect and like little things they notice about that. And that takes some time. Yeah, I think guys... No, if they want to date you off your self-respect, honestly. Like, I mean, a lot of this shit plays in, into the uh, the whole get up. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't think too far into I'm thinking too far into it right now. But I'm telling you, don't think too far into it. Go about your life. If a guy wants to date you, he will date you. But I would not put too much effort into him until you know that he will date you. But I tend to, like, start picking out wedding dresses as soon as as they look my way and that that's why it's not working out for me so I have honestly not been dating for like the past year because I said you know what Abby we got to work on that we have got to work on that so anyways yeah more of a story that's how I would say to get a guy to date you but it hasn't worked for me yet so (laughs) I yeah nah um granted I have not put that into play so anyways back to the questions um, next question. This is gonna be the last question because I have a feeling I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a little, little hard on this one. So it says, give your honest opinion on staying together after cheating. Can it work or is it a waste? Or would you ever give someone a second chance? Would you expect someone to give you a second chance if the roles were reversed, etc.? <laughs> this is a good one considering I've been cheated on before. So first and foremost, I what, I can't believe I'm about to give you guys advice on how to stay with somebody that cheated on you. But here we go. Okay, so first and foremost, I would not stay with a guy if he cheated on me. Because here's the thing. If you want it to work with a guy that cheated on you, you have got to forgive and forget. Like, you cannot have arguments. And then every argument, like, if he doesn't take out the trash. Or if you don't, yeah, if he doesn't take out the trash... Now, if you don't wash his clothes and he's like, you didn't wash my clothes and you can't be like, you cheated on me once, you know, like you got to let it go if you want it to work. Like if you said, you know what, we're going to let this one slide. So 
and we're going to have a happy relationship and act like it never happened. And you actually have to act like it never happened. Like it cannot resurface. And like, you can't cheat on him and be like, well, I cheated on you because you cheated on me, you know? So more of a story. You have to forgive and completely forget. And I personally wouldn't. I'm petty. So I would be bringing it up in every single argument. I would be holding over his head for the rest of his life. And I can't live like that. So, um, yeah. And also it would be running through my head, like different scenarios on it. And I would have to know every single detail, every single verbatim word they said, every, every encounter they had. So, you know, it just, and then I would have hate for the girl. Like it would just not be pretty. Every time I would see her, I'd bring her back up and I'd be like, oh, fuck this dude. So yeah, can't do it. Back whenever I was younger, maybe I could have stayed with somebody that cheated on me. But now, because you know, you're young and dumb, you know, people mature, grow. But now I'm dating to marry. You know, I'm 24. I'm dating people that are at the age they should know, hey, if I'm exclusive with somebody, let's keep our hands to ourselves unless it's with that somebody. So um, yeah. And I also want my husband to see me as a little angel baby, innocent little girl that he would never hurt um, and never could imagine himself doing that, doing that and could never imagine himself doing that kind of thing to me. Um, So, yeah, I wouldn't want to marry somebody that did that to me. Granted, for my girlies out there to stay with guys, I know girls that have stayed with guys that have cheated on um, because, you know, there's different ways of cheating, la da 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 I know that there's some emotional factors, all that. So, you know, to each his own. Maybe you can forget it. I personally can't. Also, I've been cheated on before. And I remember telling myself, I said, I will never put myself in that position again. I will. It's actually why I haven't dated since. I am having a hard time being vulnerable because I'm like, like, if they don't text me for two hours, I'm like, ow, this is it. So yeah, like two Januarys ago, I knew this dude was cheating on me for like three weeks leading up to our breakup, but I didn't want to believe it. I was telling my sister, my sister was like, I don't think he's that kind of guy. And it was driving me crazy. I was literally having dreams laying next to him of him cheating on me and me walking in on him cheating on me. And so I obviously, I knew somewhere deep, like I was going insane. So anyways, more of a story. I told myself I'd never put myself in that position again. I would rather be by myself than have to be with somebody who would do that to me. Also, since you said etc., I would never be friends with a girl that's a cheater. Oop. Um, because here's the thing. If my friend is willing to cheat on her man that she loves, um, I can't imagine what she would be willing to do to me. You know, if she's willing to betray the guy that she is so in love with and he's higher on the totem pole in her eyes than me I don't want to know the shit she would do to me so yeah won't be friends with girls that are cheaters wouldn't date a guy that's cheater because you know you don't want a guy that's willing to do that to somebody that he loves so anyways that's a 411 also don't date guys that have cheated in the past (laughs) learning that the hard way the dude that cheated on me granted I didn't know he had cheated in his past on every... He's a serial cheater. He cheats on every fucking girlfriend anyways. But I didn't know that. And he would. He was so convincing though with it too. He was. Like he would tell me different stories to make it make sense. And for some reason in my small peanut sized brain, it did make sense. But no, he definitely cheated on every girlfriend he's ever had. And he continues to have. So don't date a guy that has cheated. And especially don't date a guy that you got from cheating because baby he's gonna cheat on you you gonna you gonna get him the way you found him so you're gonna lose him the way you found him so anyways 
that's that. Obviously, I'm very passionate about cheating. I'm like, because I've been in that position. Um, so <laughs> yeah, never again. Um, that's the 411 there. But uh, yeah, I obviously could go on about cheating all day long because I've been there. I've done that. And so yeah, that's the 411 there. And that's going to wrap it up for the first ever segment of The Blind Leading the Blind. Um, be sure to DM me more relationship problems. Um, and I will answer them in future episodes. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do like episodes just called The Blind Leading the Blind. Or if at, at, on every episode I should take like two relationship problems and add it to the episode. And like that be the ending segment of every episode. I don't know. We'll find out. But yeah, that about wraps up this week's episode of No Freaking Clue. Um, Be sure to download if you're listening via Spotify and Apple and like, subscribe, follow us over on Instagram and DM me any dating questions or even any topics that you guys want me to talk about on the podcast. Um, And yeah, I'm going to see Catherine this week in Austin in the whole Human 2 crew. So we, we should be having some guests on the podcast these next few weeks. Um, And I won't see you guys till after Halloween. So happy Halloween. Um, And I will see you guys on the next episode of No Freaking Clue. I love ya. Uh, Bye-bye.